The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. It's hour number two in Almost Sports Talk Friday. I just realized I usually play the... Jason, you're so dumb. I usually play the intro here. Do you want to hear the intro? Should we play the intro? You know what? It's okay. Everything is okay. Losing my mind over here, CJ. Uh, Hour number two. You know what gets me back on track? Talking about gambling. 30 minutes from now, we'll do our, uh, for entertainment purposes, only uh, football picks. CJ's uh, top 10 list coming up in just a moment. Uh, But let's, uh, you know what's a fun topic these days? Kyrie Irving. It's not a fun topic, dude. Hi, here, I tell you what. Let's talk Kyrie Irving for a second, and then I'll get you a Luca Chaser. Is that good? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, you know I love Luca, but I have some opinions. We, uh, we, I wanted to do this Luca story yesterday, but we ran out of time. Too much goofing off. Uh, I promise we'll get to Luca in just a second. But uh, Kyrie Irving, it's a tale of two point guards. CJ Kyrie Irving has been suspended by the Brooklyn Nets uh, for at least five games. That's an interesting way to at least five games uh, without pay. He has refused to apologize for what um, I'm not. I was going to say what many believe to be anti-Semitic. No, what are anti-Semitic things that he put out on Twitter? Uh, the Nets in a statement said, quote, we were dismayed today when given an opportunity in a media session that Kyrie refused to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs, nor acknowledge specific hateful material in the film. This was not the first time he had the opportunity, but failed to clarify, end quote. Now, uh, hours hours after being suspended, Kyrie Irving did put out an apology where he uh, said that he had reacted out of emotion. He acknowledged that some of the, the things that he had posted were not based on based in fact. Seems like a, a problematic thing to post, uh, Kyrie. But the problem, I mean, and it was a pretty famous clip from a press conference if you did not see it yesterday where he's just asked Point Blake, do you have any anti-Semitic feelings or tendencies? And it's a real easy one, Kyrie. The answer is no. <laughs> okay, you just yeah. say no, and he refused to say no. He, you know, yeah, it was very bizarre. He kept saying, I, how could I be anti-Semitic when I know where I come from? And, and I'm like, just say no, man. Everybody just wants you to say no. Just say no. I spent way too much time on the Internet yesterday. And, and to throw a few things out there, uh, Folks, if you're going to argue against Kyrie, at least look into it a little more. He did not say specific. He didn't. He t- did tweet a link to a book that has very controversial and some anti-Semitic uh, uh, material. Yeah, that's what he did. He was not specific. But you ruin your own argument when you get things incorrect. So just know the facts before you're right. going to go and do that. Right. Uh, so that that's that's the first thing. The the next one was the amount of open, actual anti-Semitic, oh, uh, very it's, it's stereotypical. It was it was for us. I I haven't seen that on the internet in a long time where people are openly saying that uh, the Jewish people, in more of a slur term, well, they run the media, so TMZ's not going to report this. And this guy, and like, just conspiracy... Like, it was yeah. insane. And it wasn't just bots. And it was the same with the Kanye stuff. And it was... Uh, I, w- I was 
shocked to see, and I know the internet is a cesspool of it's garbage, a bad place but I was it. shocked to see that much just open American people where then you click on their profile to see if they're a bot, and it's like a dude with his wife and kids and regularly tweeting like, ha, ah, my son's high school oh. football game won, but then it's like, <laughs> the Jews own the media and we've known this, and the, they're trying to bring down Kanye and Kyrie because they're both MK Ultra controlled, and it's like, no, could it also just be that a dude, uh, creators, sports professionals, they're we're a little different. We have a, a different mindset and things that drive us to be entertainers or professional athletes. And then when you get a lot of money and you have a lot of yes people around you and you mm. have unchecked um, emotional instability issues, maybe it's not a secret cabal trying to control you and break you free from the matrix Maybe it's just that you're a, a messed up person with too much cash, too well, much time, and a bunch of yes people around you. Maybe it's just that. Maybe, Occam's I, razor is what it's called. The most likely answer is probably the reality, not some far-reaching conspiracy. Kyrie's problem, and I almost feel bad for him for this because I am friendly with many people who share this same issue. He Kyrie is refuses to admit that he's wrong guy. All right. And he's now four or five days into an argument where he posted a thing and he doesn't want to admit, oh, that was a huge mistake. Oh, I posted a, a, a documentary I didn't even watch. Sorry about that. I'm, and he, he tries yeah. to turn it into like the media is just trying to play gotcha well, with him. And I'm like, oh, no, it's just not that. And he, it's, he actually, got, it's an actual strategy. It's a, it's a, I'm not going to get into the, the basis of it, but there is a philosophical strategy to never admitting you're wrong oh. and 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 that sort of thing, blah, 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 blah. Mm, yeah, I, he was a flat earther once. I don't recommend so. I don't recommend that strategy. Um, when you roll with flat when when the people defending you are flat earthers well, and anti Semites, like, yeah, it becomes a problem. That's the thing. And now it is like I kind of am reminded of the Antonio Brown situation, which is a guy who, in my opinion, clearly needs mental health help, all right? And I don't know if that's the situation with Kyrie or not, but I do yearn for the times where he was just making silly comments about the the earth being flat, you know? Like at the time that seemed like a a, a crazy thing, a harmless, but I would lo- yeah. I would love to get back to that level of crazy Kyrie because yeah, what he's done the last couple of years. And now they've really turned the martyr they've they've become professional martyrs. Everyone's against us and it's just me speaking out against the man trying to control me. I see the real. I know what's really happening yeah. in the world. You don't. Well, and <laughs> but also that, that, that's that's the last thing. And I'm sorry. I'll I'll shut up with my rants. But I know this because you and I work in radio, and he works in sports. Where there is, we probably don't have the same level of contracts. But there are mm. things in your that include a code of conduct. And yes, your oh, social yeah. media, whether mm-hmm. you like that mm-hmm. or not, includes stuff with your code of conduct where they can find a way. To let you go for pretty much almost anything, so it's it's they it's well within the rights of the team to do this. And last but not least, this is not about free speech, because free speech means the government mm. can place you in jail. But the, but the consequences of your actions from a private organization, which you have a contract with, which you might have breached personal conduct, they they have the right to do that. That's why I just tweet pictures of hats, CJ. All right. You do good on on that. I got my Mike McCarthy hat on today. Who wore it better, buddy? Who wore it better? You know what? You you've done a great. You are a polarizing figure sometimes oh, yeah. on air, but on the internet, you've oh, you've done a I great job just being chill. Yeah, I you don't really care. don't. I don't really fight with the people out there. Uh, the, maybe the the most 
I guess none of this should be a uh, case. I was going to say the most LOL part of this. None of it should LOL. Uh, do you... Do you think that f- suspending him five games without pay, Brooklyn, is going to fix your Kyrie Irving problem? No, I think that's... He, uh, he voluntarily sat out half the season last year. He lost 40 games worth of pay. That doesn't affect him at I all. I think that's their way out of like starting they're trying this. to save face for yeah, themselves. Yeah. And, and, they're a bit of a and give it them. Yeah, it's, what is it's, the, it's a mess. What is the, how do, the basketball situation in Brooklyn? I mean, they, you got this Kyrie thing... Uh, Ben Simmons still insists that he's hurt. It's clear he just doesn't want to play basketball. Kevin Durant is not getting any younger. Uh, you're going to have Ime Udoka coaching the team eventually, I guess. Um, they're 2-6, and six, I believe. Like, can... is it When you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and these guys, I mean, you're, you're, you're playing for championships. Can sure. this team contend... For a championship? Not a championship, but they can easily contend in the East. I mean, they'll make the playoffs, I think. Sure. You, Kevin Durant is going to will his way to the playoffs. Yeah. You, you, it, is, it, is a, it is a bit of a mess there, Brooklyn. That's not good. Okay, ready yourself for a Luka chaser. Luka Doncic. Uh, is that your favorite basketball player, CJ? I mean, Dirk Nowitzki is. Dirk, yes, he you're is. You're a Dallas Mavericks guy. Correct. Yeah, and Luka. Uh, I was already a basketball fan, but as a kid, there there were two teams, two cities in Amarillo, Texas. Mm-hmm. Denver or Dallas. I was a Dallas sports fan, and I remember watching these two cavemen, ugly, weird guys Making three pointers and being really good. I was like, what the who? It was yeah. Steve Nash and Dirk. Dirk. And they were so bizarre looking, but so good that I became fascinated with them. And then, you know, I was I already liked the Mavericks, but that became my thing. And and just Dirk and Tim Duncan, two of the most humble, nice, enjoyable, yeah. relaxing players in the good history dudes. of the NBA. So it was uh, easy to like him. But yeah, Luca, I and like it's, it's, it's great if you're a Mavs fan that you hand it off from one all-time great to another, what we presume will be an all-time great. Luka Doncic uh, has started the game, has started the year uh, with seven straight games. All of the Mavericks games this season, he has scored 30 or more points in. He has uh, a triple-double already, a couple double-doubles. Uh, seven straight games to start the season has been bested only by Wilt Chamberlain, who did it twice. In 1959, he had eight straight games to start the season. And in 1962, 23 straight 30-point games for Will Chamberlain. That was, uh, it was a different time back then. Getting to the 30 points was pretty. If you yeah, were 7-foot-tall yeah. were Will Chamberlain uh, playing against the guy who sells used cars in the offseason, you could get to 30 real, real quick. Like uh, He's averaging uh, 36 points uh, a game, uh, uh, Luca is. It's early in the season. But I guess he he would always would be a contender to be the scoring champion. However, CJ, your Mavs are only four and three. Yeah, that's that's is this a problem? That's absolutely it's a problem. Um, but you do have the center Chris or Wood that they got from Houston, who a lot of people are like that dude's lazy and sucks. He's he's been really good. Uh, Dinwiddie's been good. You have the return of Tim Hardaway Jr., Reggie Bullock. Like you have some guys that are good players, but they're good rotation and good six men players. Um, the problem is, is you have Luca playing all star caliber MVP level stuff every night. That doesn't one that doesn't last all, all season two. He has to do this just to keep the team at five hundred and barely winning. It's, they're winning close games. They're winning in yeah. overtime. They're losing in overtime, and he has to do this just to keep you at five hundred. That's a huge problem, right? 
I'm not just mad at my team, but that is when you have a dude doing that, you should be unbeaten because you look down the rest of your roster and you've got a dude with 20, you've got a dude with 15, you've got a guy with 10, you've got a guy with 12. You don't have that. It's Luca and one other guy in double-digit figures. I don't know what the right way to construct the roster around Luca is because, look, I like him a lot as well. Uh, he is, I mean, if you did the game where you can pick one player to build your franchise around, I guess Giannis is still the answer, but, like, Luca would be number two. Maybe even just 1B uh, because he's young. And he's only 23, right? Uh, he's only 23. He's an MVP contender. He could lead the league in scoring this year. But... Is I, I know putting surra- surrounding him with superstars, creating a big three, if you will, is that the answer? Because you tried the the, the zinger, Kristaps Porzingis. Was that just he's no good? I think that was just a Kristaps. Luca has issue. to have the ball a lot, but he's also but he's a very good distributor, of course. And I think Jalen Brunson was great on that uh, team and yeah. worked. I think you get a shooting guard that is. Uh, all-star caliber shooting guard, and then an all-star caliber uh, center, which maybe would could be. You have a, you have, that's their problem is is when it comes to big men. Um, when you go big against them, as Phoenix did uh, when they beat them in the first game of the season, they they have problems. So you need a good center that you can run the pick and roll. You can do alley oops, but but is also a defensive minded center that can score, and you're gonna. You're going to be fine, yeah. Because the rest of their, they have good defensive players, they have good rotation players, they have guys that can score, they have guys that aren't greedy, and he makes everyone else better because of his passing and penetration. And I think some tweaks would help, and also someone else to take the eyes off Luca Brunson turned into that a little bit. He's mm. gone now, but you know where the ball's going, right? Most of the time, even if you know it's going to KD, you still have to look around and be like, oh, it could be him. But now you know it's it's Luka, Luka focus. Who is the second best Mav? Uh, probably Dinwiddie or, or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, um, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, that's, probably, that's probably a problem. Uh, can I tell you the real problem with Luka? CJ, sure. Where's he he n- needs to get in shape. Where's number seventy-seven? Okay, you can't be. Yeah, a, I like that. That's a, great. No. Yeah. That's not, sure. that's for an offensive tackle. You can't be a point guard in the NBA wearing seventy-seven. Get sure out of can. here. Get out. I get, like it. Get out of here. Uh, CJ's top ten list is coming up on the other side of this break. The Almost Sports Show on one hundred two seven ESPN. One segment away from uh, the, for entertainment purposes only, uh, football picks, gambling talk coming up in just a moment. CJ, I have 10 picks. I have 10. We only do three, but I was you like. You got to narrow them down. Yeah, I don't know I've, what's I've going on, four. but I was just like, I got, I got 10 that I like here. Uh, both Maybe of us, just some that I think are worth discussing. Both of us uh, tied in, in standings, 15, yeah. 11, and 1. We've, what, we've made 15? significant improvements after true? being 15, sub 500. 15, 11, and 1? Four yeah. games both over 500? Both of us. Man. We, and last week, we had several games we picked against each other, yeah. so it's interesting. Take to, that, everyone who says, how do these yahoos have a, their own sports show? Do you guys say that? Yeah, we need to find out how Ed Vito and uh, Brandon are doing. We yeah. need to start comparing. Now we're ready to compare ourselves to them. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, every day we get a new one, a C.J. Morgan top ten list. What we got today, my man? In celebration of the college football playoff rankings coming out, I thought oh. we would look back in the history of college football 
in the last few decades, though, of uh, some of the best games of all time. And, of course, these all have uh, implications towards championships best with them. Best games of all time? Best games, not okay. championship games, just all, college football games. We and all, all know what number one is. All these be. are fairly uh, recent. Okay. Going back to number 10, 2013, Alabama-Auburn with the kick six. Oh, yeah. One of the most dramatic endings of a game in the Iron Bowl uh, a missed Alabama field goal turned into a 109-yard recovery the, yeah, touchdown the, to end the game. A walk-off. A wa- uh, 34-28. It was, yeah, so it was tied. Alabama was kicking a long-ass field goal. To win it. Uh, questionable choice to even kick it because that's a dumb rule, right? Do we like that rule? Football has some rules sometimes. Where you can get a one-point safety well, if it's on an extra point. Where, where you fumble the ball forward out of the end zone and it's a it's it's a touchback for the other team. That's one of the stupidest rules. Yeah, in that's all, screwed. In all Oregon famously but, yeah, once. Should you be able to return if you block the kick? Then yeah, I'm like, okay, you you did something. Boy, return the kick. But if you, you just, just return, catch it, just catching and returning, I don't know. Seems stupid to me. Then it should I only be a three pointer. But yeah, one of the most exciting plays. I remember watching that live and thinking, holy. Uh, Vern Lundquist uh, was on the call for a second. I almost said Vern Troyer. That would be weird if Vern Troyer was calling the Alabama-Auburn game. But, yeah, I'll remember that forever. It was crazy. Uh, crazy Allegedly, uh, that made Saban want to quit. Really? She had, allegedly. Uh, 2009, USC versus Oregon. And uh, Uh, USC had dominated. um, It's Pete Carroll's, I believe, second season. Uh, Chip Kelly and the Ducks. Ended the Trojans' reign 47-20 to 20 on a electric Halloween evening. Halloween Definitely always spooky. was not Pete Carroll's second season in 2009. Something like that. Oh, yeah, that was towards the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah but my, my, he, was, he was definitely there in 2005 and January 5th, 2006. That one's coming up, though. I'll write these down better. I Perhaps presume. it is. Uh, this is the Texas, Texas Tech one that uh, was chosen. I would have, I've rearranged uh, this a little bit, but according to uh, voters, 2002, Texas, oh. Texas Tech. Oh, yeah. Can uh, they, I get some chance mocking this mother effort? They shocked fourth ranked Texas, 42 38 in Lubbock. This is oh, where that's not I, the one I'm thinking of. Sorry. No, this is where <laughs> I started my hatred of, uh, of, of Tech, which I already had a little bit of growing up in Amarillo. Uh, the Longhorns were dominant. Chris mm. Sims, pretty mm. good. Uh, they ran the ball 31 times, threw it 37 times. Uh, meanwhile, Mike Leach and Cliff Kingsbury, along with uh, the little dude, Wes Welker, threw the ball 62 times. The air raid wow. scheme uh, absolutely uh, uh, just bamboozled Kingsbury Texas. to Welker. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what a time. What a, what a what time. What a time. Uh, I don't remember that game at all. I, I, it was in Lubbock? Yes. I was a student at UT then. I'm sure I watched it, but I do not remember that game. I'm sure I remember my heart being broken many times in the Chris Sims era. So The year 2000, Northwestern versus Michigan. Uh, yeah. The Wildcats, uh, they did some good things. They did some good things. Yeah. Big game there. Sorry, my computer just froze. Oh, that's so that's what we'll say. There we go, back at uh, Oklahoma State versus Iowa State back in 2011, Friday night in Ames, Iowa. Oklahoma State took the field uh, after learning that a, uh, uh, several people had uh, perished in a plane crash the previous day. Cowboys 10-0, record-setting offense led by 
Remember Brandon Whedon, the dude that Brandon was like 30? Yeah. Uh, of course, receiver Justin Blackman. Uh, Iowa State was 5-4, and four, just trying to get in a bowl game. Oklahoma State up 24-7 early in the third quarter. Iowa State stormed back. Oklahoma State had a chance to win with 117 remaining. Um, they attempted a 37-yard field goal. Officials ruled uh, they missed wide right. And uh, that became the biggest uh, upset in Iowa State's history, beating number two, Oklahoma State. Wow. Number five. Remember this one? This was exciting. Boise State, Oklahoma Fiesta Bowl back in 2006. Statue of Liberty. Boise State, trick play to win. Was that on a two-point conversion or was it like fourth and time was running out? Well, because I think you're right. I think they did have to. I think they tied it and then, or they could have kicked the extra point to tie, but they say we're going for the win. And then they went for the two-point conversion. I don't know. I'm going top of my head on this one. But, uh, yeah, I, I believe a two-point conversion was involved. Uh, number four, Florida-Ohio oh, <laughs> yeah. State BCS title game. Uh, that one was Troy Smith, Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, Florida beat Arkansas for the SEC title. They were put in the BCS title game after that. And uh, it, was a, uh, it was a damn good game. Tim Tebow? Is that Tim Tebow involved for that? I think so. Yeah, seems, Florida, Florida might have been the Chris uh, Leak Tim Tebow. In yeah, with the, the, the weird throw. Of, uh, Florida, throw. Florida uh, dominated forty-one uh, fourteen um, because they're Tim Tebow. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, my computer is acting oh, up, and this is sorry. making this very difficult. Uh, should be number one, but it's number three. Texas USC Rose Bowl. What? It should uh, be number one. You're in charge, CJ. Make it number one. I agree. I'm excited. I, I guess I'm excited to hear what but, games but were possibly why, but better. That's than how that we one. make this uh, hot gossip. Yeah, Texas USC. Just an incredible game, uh, back and forth all the way. And just just from uh, from my memory, it yeah. is fourth and one. Lindell White, the big guy. Oh. You had Reggie Bush too, but Lindell White was their their downhill runner. Texas defense stops the Michael dude Huff. that all season could not be stopped. They get the ball back, uh, setting up the moment where Vince Young knew he was going to run it the entire time. Yeah, uh, there was there was no tricks there. Vince Young uh, was going to do it. Runs into the corner of the end zone, wins. Uh, there was enough time to get, give the ball back to Matt Liner and USC, but it didn't matter. Uh, Two thousand five. 2006. Yeah, it was. It was the 2005 season, but it was 2006, I think January 5th. Uh, Texas winning one of the uh, the greatest uh, championships you in were, the history because people were saying at that time uh, that uh, USC was the best college football right. team ever. They were going for it would have arguably been three Third, championships, three championships in a row. I think one of them was a split title then. Uh, but uh, wh- where I was a fresh graduate of the University of Texas, do you remember where you watched the game? Yeah, I was in Houston at uh, my girlfriend at the time's house with her parents. Yeah, I got too stressed. I went upstairs and I'm like, oh. I can't do this. I can't. Oh. <laughs> but then I was like, I was like, shut up, dude. You're never going to get to see this again. Yeah. I turned on the, I turned back on the TV. I only had it off for a little while, but USC had that promising drive to end the game. Uh, I see the fourth and one. I keep it on and and watch it and and just the whole house erupted. It was insane. I was I was I was shocked. Like I mean, we all knew Vince Young was going to score, but when he when it actually happened, yeah, it was insane. I because uh, he had done it all year long, but there's still a chance he couldn't do it, and the biggest money's going to stop. But no, he was he was unstoppable. I watched in, incredible the first half, 
at we did a 101x watch party at Showplace Lanes, the bowling alley that I was the host that of. That sounds fun. We hey, let's go watch always, football at a place. With you know what? The place TVs was actually the, packed. But, okay, that's yeah. But it, I mean, it was a weird, it was a weird uh, spot. But look, man, we will go where the money is. Uh, I watched the first half there and then went home to watch the second half. And yeah, Texas was down 12 with like a few minutes to go. Terrell Brown broke his hand. Uh, the USC scored a touchdown. It was in the fourth quarter, and I was like, oh, this is going to, we're not going to win. And then Vince Young storms them, brings them all the way back. Uh, and we went uh, and partied on 6th Street. My friend Christian. Oh, I bet that was insane. He, he had a Longhorn flag. He was wearing like a cape, like he was Longhorn Superman, and people were just stopping him to take photos. And yeah, it made for a difficult morning show the next day. Uh, but you couldn't I, call the boss and say, hey, no, no, I can't come in. No. I mean, today, I absolutely would. Was that in the no, Mike days? Yeah, days? Mike was okay. very upset with me. With was the, he really? The condition that I showed up in. I was like, come on, man. It's, it's what it's to do. Just one of the things and stuff. Uh, what two games could possibly be ahead of that? What's going on here, CJ? Uh, Appalachian State beating Michigan in 2007. Get out of here. Yeah, and uh, even the one that I thought would be number one, I think it was... 99-2000 or 2001 Miami championship game against maybe Nebraska. Mm. Or there was one around then when mm. controversial running back. It didn't make it. Number one is uh, the love affair our country has uh, with Oklahoma. But two teams, two colleges that everyone loves so much more in the huh? sporting press media. Alabama, Ohio State, uh, 2014 huh? Sugar Bowl. Ohio State was what? ranked number four. Uh, they beat top-ranked Alabama 42-35. to A big upset. It was the first year of the college football yeah, playoffs. that's Cardale Jones. Ezekiel Elliott as well. Zeke Elliott, what's uh, up, buddy? The Buckeyes went on to dominate Oregon 42-20. to Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. We know who's number There's one. There's no way that was number one. You know, you know who uh, the offensive coordinator was for that Ohio State Buckeyes uh, team? Tom Herman. Tom Herman is you wanted, correct. You want to see my top five list okay. that I did separately? Because yeah. I couldn't. I didn't have time to research 10 because I've been telling you about uh, my uh, treasure hunt. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, number five, Iron Ball, still 2013, the the kick six. 2011, LSU, Alabama. Uh, 2013, uh, Florida State, Auburn. 2007, mm. I'm still going Boise State against OU because that was the game that said, hey, us weird teams on the outside, yeah. let us in. That uh, The running back, it was Ian somebody. He proposed to his girlfriend, who was a cheerleader, right yep. after the game. Oh, come on! You man. think they're still together? Terrible. No, I mean, the, the, the down, down. We'll come back. I, I'll uh, let you know. I hope, I hope so. But uh, college and high school kids, don't marry your sweethearts. Get out and yeah. see the world. Yeah, don't get Rump married. Springa, as the uh, the Mennonites, Quakers, I believe, call it. 2006 Rose Bowl, Texas, uh, USC. That's got to be number one. It's that was be. that was just an incredible, yeah. insane game uh our football picks cj and i each pick three games against the spread for entertainment purposes only coming up on the other side of this break hold on now back to almost sports with jason and cj on 1027 espn friday's 12 30 it is now 12 40 that's how you know this show is really fine in its way cj is once i start not hitting the time marks missing them by a full 10 minutes uh friday I mean, we, we already know brad's buzzed yeah. and people are hungry we're good dude let's just do our uh, show 12 30 ish is when we make our for entertainment purposes only football picks three picks against the spread college or pro uh, both available and uh, if uh, if you bet with us, you're going to be printing money, right? Because what have we, uh, CJ, 
15, 11, and 1, 15, I think. 11, yeah. and 1 is we're, not so very bad. We're not bad. Uh, okay, here, I'm going to go first, and uh, I'm going to work backwards. I'm going to start with the NFL and then go towards some college games. Uh, Minnesota, the Vikings, are 6-1, and one, right? They've only lost one game so far this season. Uh, Five-game win streak. Yeah, they're playing the Washington Commanders. This line is three. Minnesota minus three. Only a field goal. Now, the game is in Maryland or wherever the non-Redskins call home. Uh, but Washington has no home field advantage. All right? Their, their fans don't. Did you? I, uh, I was told there were more Eagles fans in NRG than Texans fans for that game last night. Fly, Eagles, fly. Texans. They, they go everywhere. What's going on? What's up with that? You're not supposed to be one of those. The L.A. teams, I, I've come to expect that from you, all right? The, the, you know, the Washington, they hate their, their team. They live among us. What Could you, your neighbor you, be an Eagles fan? What are you doing there, Houston? Uh, yeah, Minnesota minus three at Washington, who has uh, got no home field advantage and playing with their backup quarterback, right? Now, Tyler, Taylor Heineke might be an improvement over Carson Wentz. Uh, give me Minnesota minus three. That's my first pick, C.J. Okay. Uh, man, I need to whittle mine down, too, as well. LSU taking on Alabama. Ooh. Alabama, 13.5-point favorite. LSU at home in the the other swamp, we'll call it. <laughs> the other swamp? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take LSU in the points. I okay. think uh, I think this is going to be closer than uh, we want it to be. What number did you have on that? 13.5 okay. is what I got from Good. ESPN. Good. I'm glad that you have that because that's the number that I have. And I'm taking Alabama. Uh, the, the LSU uh, is back. Are they? Are they back? Uh, six and two now. Top ten in the first college football playoff rankings. Look, Alabama knows they already have a loss. They want to make the playoff. It's time for style points, baby. All right, it's time to start yeah, blow, blowing uh, some teams out. Wins. Tiger Stadium there, Death Valley. Some would call it. Do they call it Death Valley? I think some it's of them something. call it Death Valley. Uh, I was so excited to go there. Uh, Texas at LSU 2020 canceled. Didn't didn't ever get to do that. Uh, yeah, I'm laying less than two touchdowns with Alabama. I am taking Alabama minus 13 and a half. Okay. I wasn't sure, but now that you have LSU, I'm just going to go opposite. We're going to go head to head yeah, again. Yeah, let's go, baby. Uh, damn, my next picks are tough. I'm going to go Cal, a 21 really? and... A half-point underdog versus USC. Again, USC needs to make a big win. Um, Cal is mm. not good. Mm. They're playing at USC. I'm going to take Cal in the points. Oh. 21 and a half is a lot. but you it's misdirected also, me there for a second. It's also one that I think could easily be a blowout. But why not? i gotta, I got to do something to separate myself from you this week, and uh, hopefully Cal does that. So the Bears, okay. Golden Bears over the Trojans are with the points. All right. Okay, Texas, despite having a worse record and uh, being unranked <laughs> at number, what are they, 12, 13, K-State, uh, on the road in a place that they have historically struggled, Texas is the favorite, two-and-a-half-point favorite. I would never bet Texas minus three, but you're telling me I got less than a field goal? All right, less than a field goal. I am going to take Texas and lay the two and a half points. They had a bye week. Everybody, the Sark is getting his house in order. Quinn is getting his head straight. All the all the injured guys a little less banged up, uh, and they know. Are you listening, guys? You guys ever listen to this for motivation? You should. They know 
that every game matters here on out. You can still win the Big 12. You can still make the Big 12 championship game, but you have to win every game from here on out. So I am taking Texas minus two and a half to, I guess it's not an upset of case that they're going to be upset when we're done with them, CJ. That's my final. A lot of sad fans in Manhattan. That's my final pick. Okay. I have two that I've whittled it down, just these two. Uh, Washington taking on Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Clemson is a uh, underdog to Notre Dame. Uh, three and a half point underdog. Uh, I like Clemson, three and a half, minus three and a half. They're a favorite. That uh, means they're a favorite. No, I'm sorry. Notre Dame's the favorite in yes. this, I do believe. No, no. Clemson minus three and a half. Wait, are they? Is that yeah. right? Yeah. That would be a sneaky, really good weekend of college football here. Yeah. Actually, it could be way better if the teams we thought were going to be good would be good, if Notre Dame was as we thought they would, Clemson at Notre Dame would be a huge game. Florida is at Texas A&M this weekend. Uh, but, yeah, Clemson, I'm almost positive it's on my notes here. No, so you're right. You're right. right. Uh, Three and a half I just, favorites I, I at wrote Notre it Dame. Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to go with Washington plus four oh. over Oregon State. Okay. Uh, I, I did that pick for our friend Brandon coming up on the bullpen. Hey, what's up, Brandon? What's going on in Washington these days? It just rain and you know <laughs> no. growing weed. Who's the Bigfoot? Who's the coach there? Usual. Chris Peterson's been gone. Uh, okay, so there we go. Those uh, what are, was your first pick again? Uh, I have the Vikings minus three uh, at the Commanders. Did you take all college games? You got yeah, no pro games. The, the NFL's kind of screwed me. Check out some of these. Uh, some interesting lines this week. Uh, Buffalo is laying eleven and a half at the Jets. Only eleven and a half. Only, only, you see the way um, Zach Wilson just started throwing the ball to the Patriots last week? I like Buffalo there. Uh, Tennessee is plus 12.5 at Kansas City. I assume that means Malik Willis is going to be quarterbacking Tennessee. 12.5, that's a lot of points. They, they they didn't have Ryan Tannehill last week. Handled your Texans just fine. I like Tennessee and the points there. Uh, Jacksonville is at home. I'm, I'm just doing random picks now, CJ. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville is at home for the Las Vegas Raiders. Oakland, yeah. Uh, Jacksonville, this is weird. Yeah, I was on them at the beginning of the season. It's not worked out great. It for, is not. For, for the Jags. Two weeks ago, they were a favorite over the then one-loss New York Giants. The The Jags were the favorite. Now they're an underdog to the Raiders. Who just didn't scored score. Scored zero yeah. points last week. Jacksonville, plus one and a half. That's a fun one. Uh, anyway, none of these are my official picks. You heard, you heard my, my three official we'll ones. We'll put those up at uh, uh, 1027ESPN.com. CJ, what about this one? Bob Horn. Uh, Texas State plus one and a half at Louisiana Monroe. We seen the Warhawks. Okay, that was uh, Texas's week one opponent. You're getting a free point and a half with your Bobcats. Go Bobcats, eat them up. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Wait, that's Emily's thing. I gotta say, uh, eat yeah. them up, kinda. <laughs> eat them up, cats. Chew, chew on them. Yeah. Uh, okay. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. We'll, uh, Tom Brady's going to talk to you about feelings, about finding a work-life balance, uh, and. Why is CJ upset with his coworkers about winning the costume contest? Is that is that what we're doing? Yeah. We've teased it for a whole week now. We'll get to that in just a second. Hold on. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. Final segment here in the uh, bullpen. Brandon and... Maybe Johnny Rude. Maybe our uh, buddy from upstairs. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, figure it out. Uh, Tom Brady says that he, ha- just like you and me, CJ... Uh, he has a cha- it finds it challenging uh, striking the right work life balance. Yeah, just go to work all the time, Tom Brady. That's what you're doing. <laughs> I you're good. I I mean I think you're maybe you're kidding. Uh, no. Uh, well, here I I was gonna grade this hot take, CJ. If you want to be the goat, 
if you want to be an all-timer like Tom Brady has, there is no work-life balance. It's work all the time. Yeah. Too hot? Not hot enough? You and I do. That's right. That's why Yeah, see, no, I don't do that. I don't. (laughs) I don't. He, uh, let let me find it here. Uh, Reflecting on the challenges of the past week, not just finalizing his divorce from Giselle Bündchen, uh, but also the fact that the Bucks are three and five and it's not going so very good for Tampa Bay. Uh, Brady said, quote, I've always tried to do the best I could here. And then when I leave here, I try to do the best I can do. That's what we all try to do. I'm sure everyone sitting in this room, everyone sitting at home is trying to wake up every day doing the best they could for their families and their career. And I'm no different. Just do the best you can every day. We certainly try to do. We certainly try to do. That's a weird way to. Uh, anyway, uh, one of us, just like me and you, CJ, Tom Brady. Uh, I, I do not do my best work all the time. <laughs> is that a, is that a shocking admission? I, uh, we work. I do. No, I'm, we show up, man. I'm, I'm that's half the part. A lot of the time, but no, sometimes you ever think maybe if I would have tried harder on that thing or if I would have done, you guys don't get bogged down in those thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you are, if you're trying to be the best there ever was like Tom Brady. And I think that his, like the, his life is a perfect example of this. There's no work-life balance. I'm sure your kids are fine, all right? I'm sure they're going to be fine, Tom. But that's why you're the best is because you've dedicated yourself to winning football games every day of your life since you were, since you were a youth, right? Right? Good, good luck to you, Tom. We uh, love you, Tom. Nah. Yeah, just kidding, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, we've been teasing it for several days. CJ, congratulations. I, I'm confused where the why there's a beef or, or it's uh, not beef. It's just kind of pissy about it because yeah. you won the office costume contest. Yes, there were several categories, but you won the top prize, overall best costume. I did. Your Dragon House Targaryen yes. uh, outfit. Even was, shaved my beard so people didn't recognize me. Yeah. I had a nice wig that are. It's been throwing me off all week long. I was like, I've never seen CJ's looks pretty so mouth. Attractive. Yeah, you got a pretty mouth. Thank under you. There, no like. grays and straggly beard for me. Here's the deal. I, I put a lot of work into this. I brought a lot of stuff up here. Yeah. Uh, Emily had a nice wig. She groomed for me, our work stepdaughter. She uh, I hit a speaker the night before, uh, a wireless speaker, so I could play my theme music as I came in. I turned the lights off. I, I had a show, and I won. Yeah. And uh, got $150 in gift cards. Oh, snap. Uh, and then the bet for... Every time Matt and I, my co-host on another show on 101X, uh, yeah. we, we make weekly sports bets. He doesn't do anything. I have to do all of it, and then he just gets to pick. Uh, we do tiebreakers that are like a physical challenge or something weird, usually mm. sports-related. But this time, I was like, oh, uh, whoever wins the costume contest gets the tiebreaker for whatever week. So I clearly won. We were named best overall, 150 in gift cards. He's like, no, it doesn't count because you had Spencer and, and Isaac oh. with you. So he said it doesn't count. So there's that. The next thing was Spencer, who was on my team, says, "Yeah, dude, that's kind of unfair." And he was all, he won with me, and all he had to do was wear dragon wings and run around in mm-hmm. there, and then and then I have to split the gift cards with Isaac and Spencer, oh. fifty apiece. When I brought the swords, the cloaks, the drag, I provided them with their costumes. They just had to spend fifteen seconds walking into a room with me, and they get they get the they get to reap the rewards, and I don't even win the bet. I'm a. It's I'm, garbage. I will stand for uh, for Isaac here, saying if he, I was not up there for the costume contest, but if Isaac was in there and he has not openly betrayed you, 
Yeah, you got to split with him. But if Spencer's, no, I, I, if it's Spencer, pretty great. If he, Spencer's crossing the man, then I say he. You get nothing. You know what? I'm you gonna get nothing. I'm spending. gonna take back what I said. Uh, Isaac, well deserving because one, he already has natural long hair. Two, the character he was gonna be, he he used makeup to make a scar over his eye and made his own eye patch. So he was <laughs> he he did some research wow. on the role. Yeah, look at that, There's Isaac, a theater kid. Out Isaac, there. he knows what's up. Best producer, yeah. Spencer. Did you say Isaac's rocking a braid today? He's got some luxurious locks. He's got a braid going. You ever had enough hair to braid? Actually, I did. I, really? as I a, never had a braid. As a youth, I had a, a very gorgeous flowing rat tail. Oh, oh no. So, yeah, dude, I, I told you, man. They you used to call Amarillo. me Bart Simpson. Man, that is... I was, I was called Bart Simpson. <laughs> the rat tail? Yeah. Uh, all right. Have a good weekend. Be safe out there. Come on, Texas. Come on, man. CJ's given up. CJ has given up on the Longhorns. If the Longhorns win this game, the next week we're facing TCU, can still win the Big 12 Championship. It can happen. Don't let me down. Please, 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 little baby Jesus. Let's do it, man. Uh, Okay, we got to go. The bullpen is in next. We'll talk to you next week. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun. Right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch because I'm the man. If my team loses, I'll be mean all night. If you tell me to relax, we'll get in a fight. I like my friend. He's a real guy. Guy. He's not a loud mouth like that old Steve.